What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here at the Black Information Network, we know how important it is for you to start your week off energized, engaged, and enlightened. So we're looking back at the weekend to bring you the biggest stories you may have missed. Stay tuned for our weekend recap featuring BIN writer and producer Maggie B. Nowen. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Maggie B. Nowen, how you doing? How was your weekend? Good morning, Ramses. I'm wonderful. It was great. What about you? It was good. It was good. Nice, relaxing weekend. But I can't say the same is true for everyone out there because a couple of things that took place got folks up in arms. Um, And the first, of course, is Jonathan Majors. Do you hear about that story? Yes. Um, You know, the news, I guess, definitely caught headlines. Jonathan Majors, uh, who is basically on the big screens right now and Creed, recently an Ant-Man, you know, he's been working very hard to be reaching this level of success over the last several years, starting with Lovecraft Country and a few other small mini series. So he's really just kind of getting um, off on track on his in his prime of of what you could call maybe an A-list type of uh, path. And unfortunately, um, some reports came came up where his, uh, I guess it's a girlfriend is what they're calling it, did call the police and um, basically reported that he had assaulted her. Mm. So um, what had happened, there's, there's lots of reports going around. So reading through a lot of them, it's actually, it it seems almost 50, 50, whether he called the police or she called the police. Um, Basically they were coming home from a Brooklyn area bar, supposedly on Friday night into Saturday morning and uh, got into some type of altercation in a taxi cab because she 
looked over, he was texting on his phone and apparently she believed it was some type of female. So, um, she, you know, I guess made it, made some type of deal out of it, um, which then turned into him, um, apparently assaulting her is what she's saying. Uh, now this has been disputed by his lawyer. Um, he was arrested, he was arraigned and, um, he did uh, get released. His lawyer now is saying, though, this is all going to be um, cleared up very quickly and that there is video evidence. His uh, girlfriend supposedly has also written two statements uh, recanting the incident. So it's really um, it's going to be an interesting story to watch play out, but a very unfortunate series of events that have taken place that he's finding himself in right now. You know, when I was reading about this story, I felt like that feeling you get when someone knocks the wind out of your sails because Jonathan majors was, uh, as you mentioned on a trajectory is, I believe on a trajectory, um, that will put him among Hollywood's elite, uh, in terms of like black male lead actors. And that's some rare air to be in. And these are the people that we typically celebrate. And for a private incident, um, that probably, you know, I, I don't want to speak I, I don't, I, because I don't know what happened and we'll wait and see the video and then people will make their own conclusions. And I certainly don't want to discredit any uh, woman for standing up for herself if, in fact, she was assaulted. But it just I think this situation goes to show you just how vulnerable you are, because once something gets beyond kind of the private boundaries of a relationship, an argument, a disagreement, whatever, um, and it gets into the news, then, you know, people tend to run with it. I, I remember reading that he uh, had some sort of sponsor, might have been a branch of the military or something like that. They had like stricken him from all of their advertising um, in light of this, these accusations. Right. And it's it's kind of one of those things where when you get to a certain point in your career, just being accused of something um, is enough to cost you. and I think this also shows just how how vulnerable you can be in a relationship um, either way, because it's just when you have a lot more to lose and you try to share it with someone, you know, there's a lot more to lose there. And, you know, there's people that work their whole lives and it can all be gone in a moment of frustration, misunderstanding, you know, whatever. And if that gets if those accusations get broadcast to the whole world, you stand the risk of losing everything that you've built. And so even relationships, romantic relationships, especially um, kind of expose how vulnerable folks can be um, in these spaces. And so my hope is that everyone ends up being treated fairly, everyone, I do mean everyone, and that uh, what's wrong is wrong and that that's, you know, fleshed out and what's right is right. And that ends up getting fleshed out, of course. Um, That's my hope. But um, it's it's just strange to know that even the accusations can have ripple effects that go beyond just, again, a private moment. Um, that, that feels very sad. No, absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's, it definitely is important to point out as well that, um, Jonathan Majors has been experiencing a lot of scrutiny over the last few weeks, maybe a couple months or so as well, just with this trajectory, he's been getting a lot more press and there's been a lot of conversation as well as to the, um, just the staging of, of the, some of the pictures and the modeling and in his appearances that have come out because they're not necessarily 
as masculine necessarily as um, you know some would think that that they would be, especially given some of the roles that he's playing. Um, so there's there's you know then the the I don't know there's just a lot of thoughts that came to my mind when when I read this story. So I actually did a little bit of deep diving as well because you know I'm. I'm learning this and just to your point, you know, how vulnerable people are when they hit certain levels and, and the company they keep and how much of a, you know, either gift or liability that can be. I'm like, who is this woman <laughs> that is trying to take the wind out of his sails right now? Um, because, you know, he's not very public in, in speaking about his love relationships. Um, so I did go do a little research and he has kept that under wraps. Um, he does have a biracial daughter who is 10 years old now. He reported that in 2020. Um, and other than that, he he really promotes himself as a man of peace and love and um, how masculinity is is being kind, being kind to him. So, so, you know, what what's happening isn't necessarily in alignment with his character. So then, you know, looking into, well, who is this woman? And um, some of the speculation online, because uh, other people did have the same question. It does appear that the, the woman um, in question is a British white woman um, of about 30 years old, I believe I read, uh, who is a singer or some type of performer in uh, Britain. So, um, you know, then, then there comes up the, the conversation as far as, well, white women, um, you know, calling some type of concern about a black man and just the stigmas that go with that. And, you know, the, the layers, um, I will say that the fans are still coming out and seeing the movies. Um, it doesn't seem that their minds are, are skewed right now, you know, innocent till proven guilty is really the um, underlying theme throughout people's messaging. And, and I do really appreciate, honestly, a lot of, of our people in the black community, they do recognize this as something where we do need to let the facts play out because, you know, there just seems like there's more to this story. And again, it's not in alignment with his character. He's obviously on a very fast trajectory right now going, you know, many big places and the way that history has worked, you know, it, it wouldn't be surprising if there was some ulterior motives going on sure, here. That sure. Come to you know, there, there's a, another thing that I could add here is that, um, you know, ap you're absolutely right. There, we have a criminal justice system in this country that assumes that you're innocent until proven guilty. And because he is the one who is accused, um, I don't think that what you were doing and saying that was trying to take anything away from her potentially being correct and uh accusing him of whatever it is that she's accusing him of but the criminal justice system um the the narrative is that you're innocent until proven guilty in other words um he should have the benefit of the doubt which is i believe what you're extending to him and i think that um a, a lot of us in the black community are certainly doing that just because again i think that we can see how vulnerable a person like this could be um, we've seen this play out, you know, somebody sees something in your phone and then they react or maybe even overreact. And then what do you do? You know what what you're in the moment. It's happening. Someone is reaching for your phone, you know, that, you know, and then very, very quickly in very short order, the narrative gets chronicled a bit differently from when it actually happened. Not saying that this is what happened in Jonathan Major's case, but I've been in situations. I know friends who have been in situations where all of a sudden before a person, it's like ready, fire, aim. And before you've had a chance to really deal with what's going on, you know, you're trying your best to protect yourself or whatever. And if that if a person can say, uh, you know, something to police, you know, and then you show up with your black face and your black hair and your, you know, your black body, 
And then this person is saying whatever to the police, you know, as a black man, a lot of times that looks a little bit more sinister um, because of what they're saying, not because of what actually happened. And I think that, again, because of that innocent until proven guilty slash benefit of the doubt, um, a lot of us know that, OK, you're right. We, sh- we should probably let this play out before we pass judgment. I think the point here is that it's just sad to see that at least some um, corporate entities uh, or business or enterprises are, are putting some distance there. Because, again, the accusation carries so much weight that um, oftentimes it doesn't even matter uh, if we wait until all of the facts get fleshed out. So I'm glad to hear you say that folks are still supporting him, still showing up to his movies and, you know, he's still going strong. So, again, we want the truth to come out. We want whatever happened to be um we want the criminal justice system to govern itself accordingly, because obviously we don't condone any sort of violence or anything like that um, as individuals. And certainly not the Black Information Network, but it just it feels again, it feels like a sort of a ready fire aim situation. And um, it's it and in any other uh, reality, any other individual's reality, this would be a private incident where two people would have a fight and either make up or break up. And that would be that But because it's, you know. It was someone who we would consider to be an A-list celebrity. Um, and again, in that rare air in Hollywood, uh, black male lead territory, it's national news and it's not a private incident. And unfortunately, you know, he knows that and maybe she knows that, too. And, you know, if she's mad temporarily, she can make a big deal out of something that can have permanent um, repercussions. And that's the part I think that got it. A lot of us kind of scared about it. So, again, we'll we'll wait and see what happens. But um, but yeah, this is uh, it's a tense moment. I, I'll definitely say that. Yeah, it's important to keep a keep um, you know, in mind the company that you're keeping. Are they helpful or are they a liability? <laughs> and, or <laughs> just don't keep any company. <laughs> that's, that's one way to deal with it. You never have to worry about it. I, I deleted my Twitter for that very reason. But uh, yeah, again, we'll see what happens. Black Information Network writer and producer Maggie B. Nolan is here with us discussing the weekend's major stories. All right. um, Another piece of news that we thought was noteworthy. Black CNN Enterprise writer slash producer John Blake wrote, quote, what's digital blackface and why is it wrong when white people use it? Unquote. Um, so this article was very interesting and, and a very interesting take on, you know, meme culture and online culture. So give us a little bit about this one. Yeah, this was very interesting. Um, you know, it's something that I think that a a lot of us, especially if you are engaged online, um, have heard the term perhaps digital blackface or kind of in alignment with the AI and the different, um, concerns going around in that field. But to, to deep dive into it, just because there's so much going on in, in the mainstream when it comes to racism and discrimination and things like that, it's definitely not something that gets a lot of attention. Uh, so I appreciate CNN for for bringing this back to the forefront, because I'm um, looking into the article further, you know, it looks like it's been something that has been talked about a good bit, actually, since 2017. But basically, digital blackface is when um, these gifts or these memes are being promoted or used on different posts by people who are non-black of black people. Um, So, you know, where black 
kind of leads the culture in a lot of different ways and influences mainstream society um, when it comes to arts and entertainment and and humor and things of that nature. Um, white people are using these themes and these different pictures and, and gifts to basically Com- communicate their their words, their emotions, their feelings. And, you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Um, but basically the the argument is that it's a it's a form of um blackface, basically. It's the same thing as um back in the minstrel days of the 19 early 1900s, 1800s, where white people were being decorated as as black people with black paint and then, you know, using themselves in their own entertainment, but really kind of benefiting from black people and and our style and our essences. So, um, you know, I thought it was really interesting. They brought up the point, you know, how do you determine whether or not you should, you can, or should use these? And it it kind of goes to, um, you know, do you, do you sing the N word in a song? Do you feel comfortable doing that? If you don't, don't, don't do that. Do you use the black emojis when you're typing in a text? If you don't use a black emoji, why would you use a black if, you know, um, so those lines I thought were interesting, but the fact of the matter is that a lot of people are doing it without recognizing the significance of it or that it is actually causing harm because, yeah. you know, when it's used in ways that are especially, um, negative or, you know, highlighting people that have been harmed in different ways, you know, cause some of these gifts are from, you know, black people going through horrific circumstances, being interviewed on the news, for example, and their reactions are then turned into gifts and, you know, go viral. So, um, you know, lots of repercussions can come and, and it's just another area that leaves black people vulnerable um, that we do need to be paying attention to, especially as we continue to fight, you know, these fights against our history being <laughs> the reality of America's history and, and CRT and what's being taught in our schools, et cetera. And as technology continues to develop. Sure. You know, there's, um, you know, when looking at this, I had to look at sort of the other side of it and what people might be saying, because, you know, absolutely, this makes perfect sense. You know, digital blackface, when you're a non-black person and you're able to borrow these little bits of black culture and use them as a shield to weigh in on conversations or contribute something humorous without understanding the, 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 the full gravity of it, or indeed without having to deal with the repercussions of making a joke of, about a thing online. You know, there's a lot of people who um, participate in this. And so that, you know, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, this is something that we got to kind of got to plant our flag here and say, hey, you know, this is something that we should be the deciders of. But um, on the other side of it, you know, there are folks that say, you know, this is, you know, a part of internet culture. And these are these are things that have become popular online. And as a result, then the way that the Internet is kind of a melting pot of sorts, that it's all kind of shared. Um, there's other people who say, you know what, uh, this is something that kind of flies in the face of, you know, um, integration. You know, we wanted to integrate schools. We wanted to learn from each other. We wanted to, you know, uh, you know, this is kind of like segregationist sort of ideology. 
Um, and then there's people who say, you know, there's no one getting paid from these gifts uh, in the in the traditional sense. The the TikTok dances, sure, all that sort of stuff, sure. But these gifts, you know, being called digital blackface, there's a different dynamic associated with it. This is a part of a larger, again, culture here. And um, what we don't want to do is uh, put off folks who would be allies, people who really feel like they participate and not just internet culture, but they feel connected to black culture. We don't want to um, separate these folks too far from us because we do recognize that we make, you know, a lot of what is, um, you know, goes viral online, a lot of what what is shared, indeed, a lot of the internet culture. And by um, planting that flag and saying that if you use it, you're participating in digital blackface, what we do is create an even uh, bigger divide between ourselves and those who would um, share with us, participate in our culture. And indeed, we could count on these folks as allies in the long run. And so it's interesting to um, to see, as we as we mentioned, and, you know, uh, we'll, we'll watch how it plays out, of course. But, you know, there's there's a couple of different ways to approach it, um, neither of which is wrong or right for that matter. It's just, um, you know, a matter of perspective and a matter of, I think, what it is that we want and what our ultimate goal is. Um, with respect to our online culture and indeed with our people uh, and our standing in this country and around the world. And so uh, another interesting story that we'll continue to follow, provided that um, John Blake continues to write more about it. Uh, I'd love to do a follow up on this one. So so again, we'll we'll watch and see. So uh, once again, our guest is Black Information Network news writer and producer Maggie B. Nolan. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.